Hello. <laughs> hey, how are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? Thank you so much for tuning in to another awesome podcast episode here at Brian's Place. I thank you all for um, continuing on this journey with me today. Today, you guys are in for a treat. We have a special treat. Um, today's featured guest is just truly, truly amazing. Um, without further ado, let me introduce her. She's... Um, Today's guest is a wife. She is a mother, a five-time published best-selling author. She is a motivational speaker, founder and CEO of Confidence Without Regret, The Butterfly Experience, and founder and CEO of Labas Preneur Marketing and Publishing. She also helps others unlock their potentials and is a trailblazer in her own right. And most of all, she has an awesome heart for God, for real, for real, for real. And through her writings and speaking engagement, she continues to break chains, helping people, helping to give people a new trajectory as they are in pursuit of changing their narrative. So please welcome my cousin, the one and only Siobhan Wright. Hi, thank you so much, Brian, for having me. I'm so excited and uh, this is awesome. I'm awesome and so excited to be a guest on your platform. I appreciate that. Definitely an honor to uh, to have you. I know we've been talking about it for a while, so definitely yes. great to make it happen. Yes, yes. Definitely. So how have things been with you? Good. Busy, you know, good, uh, you know, with life and the holidays and work and just trying yeah. to get acclimated back into going to the office. Uh you know, so things are good, busy and exciting. Yeah, that's good. Definitely an awesome. And blessed. Season. And blessed. That's right. That is right. So I have a, a first question. You once posted this quote: "A woman who walks in purpose doesn't have to chase people or opportunities. Mm-hmm. Her light causes people and opportunities to pursue her." Would you mind? Um, expounding on that and sharing what comes to your mind when you hear those words? Yeah. So someone once told me when I first started using social media a long time ago, many, many years ago, I was really shy, believe it or not. And um, he said, you know, just be your authentic self. And when you, you are your authentic self, the people that are meant to be in your circle, in your business, in your life, will be magnetically drawn to you if you're your authentic self because they are mm-hmm. drawn to that person. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you're pretending to be someone else, it, even though you try hard to be someone else, people can see through that. Mm-hmm. And so when you are your authentic self and you show up as that person, even mm-hmm. when it's scary, people that are meant to be in your circle to lift you up, to help you, to come alongside you, will come into your circle. So that's what I have been working on over the last several years is just really walking in my authentic self. And God has just opened up doors, you know, for me because of that. And so that's that's what that means. Wow, that's awesome. Definitely words of wisdom. And it reminds me of what someone once said. It's like when you are not your authentic self, then you're not in where you're not in position where God wants you. And then because you're not in position, it caused you to miss out on things that God has for you because you're trying to be someone you're not because you're not in your lane. And here are all these blessings coming in your lane. But if you're not in your lane to receive them, it's like, yes. you know, it's not uh, not good. So, yes, being uh, being the you that God has created you to be. I like that. Yeah. And the other thing that I want to add to that is, you know, as God has created us all uniquely, right? And we're the only, you're the only Brian. I'm the only Siobhan made up with this DNA that God has given me. And so when I follow my passion, the pursuit that God has has for me, then I bring light to other people to help them also be their authentic self because they see, wow, she can do it she's authentic, then it encourages other people to be their authentic self. And then surprisingly, doors open that you would have never imagined because those people that are drawn to you will come to you because you are your authentic self. Wow. That's true. I like that. I like that. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yes. And when I hear the words confidence without regret, I think of like a form of freely marching to the beat of your own drum without worrying or to the beat of what God has called you to do without um, without worrying what other people think. Um, can you share more in depthness like and what those uh, three powerful words, uh, confidence without regret, mean? Yes. You know, that's a good question because a lot of people ask me that. And, you know, I did not come up with those words by myself. Um, I was sitting in an office because I was really shy and I was tired at that time in my life of just being shy and not really speaking my truth. And it's so crazy because I, I thought I was and I was very a high, I was a high functional low self-esteem, very mm-hmm. insecure person, which is, it's, I guess they, people call it the uh, imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And so I was in the office at my uh, employer and I was counseling with the, uh, an employee counselor. And she asked me, how do I, how do I think other people see me? And I said, you know, confident, you know, smart, funny, reliable, all these accolades. But then when she asked me, well, how do I see myself? And it it took me by surprise because I did, couldn't really confidently and feel comfortable saying all the things that I thought other people saw mm-hmm. in me. I couldn't say those things out loud about myself, out loud about myself. And she said, you know, why is it taking you so long? And I'm, I'm just like, you know, I'm not comfortable. Mm. And she turned around to the whiteboard and she said, you need to be confident without regret. Wow. You need to be okay. And it literally in that moment took the breath out of me and I just started crying because I don't know what it was about those words in that particular moment mm-hmm. um, that like gave me this epiphany. And um, I realized that I needed to just be okay in my skin. I needed to be okay with my thoughts, my future, my current, the current, you know, whatever it is that I was in, I needed to be okay. So when I left her office, I wrote the words down because I knew God was going to do something with it. And that was seven years ago. I sat on those words for seven years. And so... Yeah, and so I sat on those words for seven years, not knowing that later it would be a book, it would be a ministry for me, it would be something that I would stand on. So it it means to be okay in your skin, no matter where you are, what you're doing, how you're doing it, what you look like, it's okay to not regret your current, your past, or your future. And Mm. just be okay and be confident in whatever that is. If you are working at McDonald's or if you are a CEO or an entrepreneur or whatever it is that you're doing, be okay and just know that God has a plan for you. And so that's that's what it means. Wow. Yeah. Confidence without regret. That's, uh, yeah. I love, you know, how you explain that. That's that's so true, you know, because a lot of times like God's calling us to take the next step. But it's yes. like if we're looking around, you know, wondering what people will think if I take this step of faith or if I do this. And it's like we it in a way hinders us from fully, you know, giving our all to the next step and to yes. where God called us to be. Yes, absolutely. And that and that's what happened to me for so many years of my life is that I held back, you know, I partially gave myself to what I thought I was needed to do or wanted to do, but I wasn't because I wasn't okay in my journey. I wasn't confident enough in myself and just things that I wanted to do. So I kind of got halfway, you know, I got sort of what I needed out of life because I became a professional nurse. I started several businesses, but it wasn't a fulfillment. There was always something missing. Hmm. And that was that piece of being okay with where I was at to, you know, where I was going. And then the healing process in that, that whole time frame. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's deep. Yeah. And um, so butterflies have a special significance with you and you yes. have a, you know, have a special meaning. Can you share what they you know, mean to you? Yeah. So there's 
several different, you know, things. You know, God create, created everything, every insect, every animal, everything. And the butterfly to me represents, you know, because it, it's a caterpillar before it's a butterfly, right? Mm-hmm. And so when it's in its cocoon, I think that's what you call it, the, the cocoon mm-hmm. of the caterpillar, right? It's being developed. And on the outside, it doesn't look very pretty. And but when it blossoms and when it goes through that transition, that transformation, it comes out very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it has gone through a transformation in order to become this beautiful butterfly. And then also it means to me, um, I had a dream about a butterfly before I shaved my head mm-hmm. and not knowing the connection between the transformation that I was about to go through in the butterfly I didn't remember the dream until after I shaved my head. And so that was my shaving my head was the final transformation of me accepting my journey, Mm -hmm. being confident, being bold. And it was the butterfly in my dream that kind of nudged me, but I didn't realize it until afterwards. And so that's how the butterfly became part of my journey and my book and, you know, just my my logo as well as part of the confidence mm-hmm. without regret because when you men too you know when you are going through a development or a healing or a process you're kind of in this you're in your head you're in this cocoon and sometimes you're by yourself or you're going solo whatever it is that you're going through through the transformation but when you come out you're beautiful and you're ready to fly and you're ready to soar and that's what the butterfly means to me well I love that you know explanation yeah. Thank you. And that's great. And I don't know who this is for, you know, whether you're listening to this or watching this for this, but maybe people have counted you out because they count you as nothing because yeah. they see you as minimal. But just just be encouraged and let them know that and let yourself know that you are on your way somewhere. And being that you are on your way somewhere, your your ladder shall be greater than your former. Um, as Shalon just stated, you know, within within every caterpillar is a butterfly within yeah. every acorn is an oak tree so it's so important that we don't despise the day of small beginnings because it's out of the small beginning of a single seed and when it's planted that greatness is birth and greatness grows so just whoever that's for just uh be encouraged and um know that your steps are ordered just want to uh, share that with whoever that's for yeah thank you thank you for adding that that's that's so true that um yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Yes. And it's almost like out of that cocoon, what was birth was not only a new you, but a book, a journal, planner, and the powerful keys that, you know, continue to lock great things in others as well. And it's mm-hmm. definitely an awesome testament. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. And so uh, would you mind sharing about the, uh, you have a book, a journal, and a planner, right? Yes, I do. Um, So out of the transformation, the confidence without regret, the butterfly experience was not the, the book and the journal was not, uh, well, the book was always in my plan, but it was not in my plan to name the book Confidence Without Regret. Hmm. the butterfly experience. I had no idea that's what God was going to do seven years ago when he gave me this. But I knew it was something. And um, so I wrote it down and I held on to it. And he birthed out of me uh, this book called Confidence Without Regret, The Butterfly Experience. And this is the book, everyone, right there. I don't know if you can see that. It's kind of glary. There you go. And then also the journal planner. Um, And the the book is about my life, but it's not just about my life. It in the book I have in the back, there's tools and strategies and things that people can use to walk in their purpose, to gain better confidence. So I didn't want the book to just be about my life. And then, you know, you put it down and go, great. Okay, now I know about her life. I wanted it to be a resource so that people can refer back to and look at 
some of the things that I've gone through and maybe they might not be able to connect with everything, but I know they'll be able to connect with something. Yeah. And then the tools and the strategies in the back, everybody can use those no matter what you've gone through. And then I also say, you know, people might say, well, I don't have, you know, any confidence issues or I know where I'm going and I, I'm living on purpose. But I believe that every time you go to a higher level in God or in your ministry or in, in business or whatever it is, your confidence might be wavered just a little bit. And then you can use this resource that I have to go back to and go, OK, let me use these tools for a refining, you know. So that's what the book is about. And then the journal planner is over 200 pages and it has in the front, it has daily planning. And then it also, in the middle of the book, it has um, 80 pages of different mind joggers. So, like, there's one section that says self-critical thoughts, negative thoughts I have. Is that thought making me stronger or weaker? Hmm. This thought be an exaggeration of what is true. So, helping you to kind of get out of your head. Yeah. Um, and then it has... You know, so there's a section where I have, I'll just see, uh, positive self-talk. So there's a side where it says negative thoughts and positive thoughts. So this is really a journal. And then in the back, it has, and this is mine, so I've been writing in it, so excuse the tabs. But this is just line pages where you can just write whatever you want to write in your journal. Mm -hmm. So it's really an interactive journal that you can utilize and refer back to. Um, and I did that on purpose so that it can be utilized for someone that really wants to dig deep and just kind of get their thoughts out. Because a lot of times when we're going on our journey, we get caught up in our head. And if we don't write it out or talk to someone, it's just a whole bunch of thoughts yeah. that can make things cloudy. So that is the book in the journal, Journal Planner. Oh, that's great. And where can they be purchased? They're on Amazon. So they just go to Amazon and type in Confidence Without Regret and both the book and the journal planner will come up. Oh, that's great. And also, um, Christmas is literally like two weeks away. They also make great no. gifts as well. Yes, 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 they do. And they are, I would say this book is like, would be good for anyone that's probably 16 and up, you know, for the younger generation all the way up until, you know, whenever. Um, mm -hmm. But I would say starting at 16 would be a good, good age to kind of get them, you know, on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like Thank that. You. That's, uh, that's awesome. I Thank definitely you. believe that that's already transforming um, a lot of lives. Yes, I think so. Um, I've had so many good um, responses, feedback, and I had a couple ladies tell me that they were going to start a book club with the book. And that's exactly what I'm going to do as well as invite people to engage with me and one another as they walk through the book, because it's it can be a little I'm pretty open and honest in the book. I talk about a lot of different things that have happened to me and that I've experienced that could be a little jarring for some people, but it, I felt it necessary for me to share my truth and allow people to see that, you know, if I can overcome it, so can you. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Thank you. Definitely. And, and I was thinking, and unfortunately, a lot of people find themselves paralyzed by fear, keeping them from walking into what they've always mm -hmm. dreamed and desired. Um, could you talk a little bit about the effects of, um, you know, of when you allow, of when a person allows themselves to be paralyzed by fear? Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, well, first, let me say, excuse me, first, let me say that, oh, I'm sorry. First, let me say that I believe that fear will always try to lurk it's ugly head, you know, and so, but fear um, can paralyze people and make them not go after their dreams, not feel confident in themselves, 
um, judge themselves, judge others. It, it will just keep you stuck. And I've always been the type of person, even when I'm afraid, I still do it anyway. Because a lot of times what I used to do when I was when I didn't do things out of fear, I would beat myself up afterwards. Why didn't I do that? I should have said something. Oh, my God. You know, then you lose out on an opportunity that might not ever come back. And so at one point, I just got tired of being tired of losing out, not having a voice. And then you start exercising your voice and showing up for yourself. So I think people have to look at fear a little different. It's not like it's not going to at least I don't think so. It might not always be gone. Some people might not have it. But people that deal with fear might not ever totally leave them. But what you build is that courageous muscle and being courageous enough to show up, courageous enough to speak up for yourself. And eventually you start to remember how good it felt when you become afraid again or you get stage fright or what or something makes you anxious. You remember those things that you felt good about when you conquered that fear by being courageous and then you can continue to move forward. And so what I encourage people to do is write out their fears. And then, cause sometimes our fears are the fear of the unknown. Mm. And then when you go up for yourself or you show up and you push through it and you go, man, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. What was I scared of? Oh my God, that was wonderful. And then you have people tell you, wow, that was amazing. You did so good. You know, and then it just gives you that encouragement, right? And you just want to keep doing that because it, it takes you into a, a positive space versus that fearful space where you just, you know, you can tend to beat yourself up. Mm. Well, that's good. It reminds me of this quote. Um, Linda Ravenhill once said, opportunities of a lifetime must be seized in the lifetime of the opportunity. Yes, yes, that's that's really good. It is because there are opportunities that come our way that might scare us, that might, you know, make you think, wow, this is too big for me to do, or I don't know if I can do this, but I believe if God places you in position to receive something, he who's placed it in our path mm-hmm. believes that we can do it. And we just have to, in those moments when you don't think you can, you have to trust God because he wouldn't have given it to us. He wouldn't have allowed the door to open if he didn't think we could do it, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. And sometimes we also have to think, you know, when we do walk through those doors, it might not be a forever thing. It just might be a seasonal thing to learn a lesson. But we have to push through and walk through. And then when God takes us on another level, then we're ready. And so Mm -hmm. we just can't live because fear can can make you lose out on opportunities that God has given us. You know, because he says in his word that he doesn't give us a spirit of fear. Right. So if he doesn't give us a spirit of fear when it tries to come and we lean on him and we walk through it, there's nothing but blessings on the other side. Yeah. Yes. That's so true. And I'm reminded of, the, um, you know, in the Bible, the Israelites in the promised land, how God had told them from the jump that the land was theirs and they encountered uh you know, the giants of the land and how the majority of the spies, they didn't only see the giants and get intimidated by the giants, but they like allowed their fear to be spread throughout the people. So and it's like, you know, having to to have a different perspective, like, OK, there's giants in the land, but God did say that this the land was mine. So therefore, in spite of what may what I may see, I can rest assured in what um, I know what, you know, God has said. And it goes back to going back to what what God told you. Yes, that's true. That's so true. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yes. And so you also have. Labosspreneur Marketing and Publishing. That's um, awesome. Would you mind sharing how that uh, was birthed? Yes. Well, the name <laughs> Labosspreneur, I kind of was playing around with 
the boss, you know, because la, and it it means the, I think in French, <laughs> and um, and then boss, uh, you know, it's there's a lot of words out there in the, in the entrepreneur world world with the word boss, but I didn't want to say just boss. And then entrepreneur, so I just took off uh, the first part of that word and just combined them mm-hmm. and said the bosspreneur or le bosspreneur uh, marketing. And so that's how it came about. And it also came about because I love doing uh, social media. And when I say doing social media, meaning a presence on social media, connecting with people and marketing. I do my own marketing in-house. And then after I wrote my book, I decided that I wanted to combine my publishing company um, together with the marketing company. And so that's how that came about. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And you also have a an offer, a Canva masterclass. And you guys, she I, I sent her a, a flyer on a scale of like a 2.0 flyer. And I was going to use for this podcast and she took it and literally turned it into a 4.0. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. And it was just like, I hope I didn't defend you. I was just, no, having no. Fun. <laughs> that was great. I loved it. It like, took me like, probably like 10 minutes or less. I'm just like, and right, like yeah, real quick. Like, <laughs> how should you do that? How should you? It was great though. It was great though. And then, you know, it's so funny because I looked at it and then when I woke up the next morning and I, the Holy Spirit was like, girl, what are you doing? That's not your podcast. Change that around and put this pic. <laughs> I was just, I was just acting quickly. And then I'm like, wait a minute. You know, so that's why I sent you the second one. I was like, no, this is better. This is better. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. It was great. Like, you know, on a major, major professional level. Um, So how did you get introduced to Canva? What caused you to want to help people people to better navigate these um, Canva streets? Yes. So I discovered Canva... um, at the beginning of COVID. And when I first came on Canva, I didn't know, I couldn't figure out all these different prompts and how to move things around. And, and, but I spent hours and hours and hours on Canva um, at the beginning of COVID, like hours. I was determined to figure it out because I thought it was very inexpensive it had all these different templates and things where you can utilize to help you market your events. And, and then since then, they, you can basically um, run your business using Canva tools. They have business tools. You can order things. You can create business cards. I mean, just literally almost everything you can do in Canva to run your business. Mm. Um, and it's inexpensive. It's, I think it's $12 and something a month. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I wanted to be able to learn it myself because I did, couldn't find anyone to help me without it costing me a whole bunch of money, mm-hmm. especially being new into the platform that I was starting out in at the beginning of COVID. And so once I learned it, I realized there's a lot of people on social media who have businesses when they transition from brick and border during COVID to being online or being an author. Um, I found out that a lot of people don't know how to use Canva or they don't know how to, to market. And so I wanted to be able to teach people on a level that was affordable and then something that they can eventually do themselves if they so choose, but I wanted to be able to share with them how to use Canva for their business. Cause you can also create your brand, your brand colors. Yeah. Um, and just so many things. Um, you can have marketing tools like cups and mugs and all kinds of yeah. stuff you can order through them, but, um, it, it's a phenomenal tool and they are advancing and advancing every year they're advancing. Mm-hmm. So, and it's very affordable. So, I think it's a great tool for someone that's starting out um, or even advanced. There's so many different people using Canva. So I love it and I want to share it with anybody that wants to listen. 
Yeah, I love Canva. There's so much you could do with that, as you were saying, make flyers, postcards, um, anything, you know, anything yeah. you need marketing. Um, it's, it's awesome. Definitely a game changer. Yes, for sure. Yes. And so how do you, how do you, the one who's always giving hope, motivation, and inspiration, allow hope, motivation, and inspiration to be poured back into you? That's a good question. Um, through the word and meditation, I pray. Literally, I, I talk to God all day. And it, it sounds weird, but it's almost an automatic muscle for me. Because, like, I could be just going in my refrigerator, you know, because I work from home three uh, three days a week and in the office, too. And I can get up from my desk and just, you know, go in my refrigerator and I'll say, thank you, Jesus. Or, you know, just thank you for waking me up this morning. Or thank you for, you know, giving me peace. Or if I do have a struggle, because I'm not perfect, I do have struggles and I just say, you know, Lord, help me. So I'm communicating and communing with God all day. I just don't wait until the nighttime or the morning or, you know, I'm in the quiet space. I have to commune with him literally all day. Yeah. There's so many things, distractions and COVID and the world is just so dark now and so many things happening that I believe that I have to commune with him. And then I also am a big uh, encourager for myself be outside of God. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have like motivational quotes. I have things in my living room. I have on my, you can't see it, but in my kitchen, on my wall, I have, you know, inspirations in my office. I have inspirations. So I surround my, my, my eye gate with positivity all the time and then I pray like I say literally all day like today when I left work I just said thank you Jesus for a a good day and on on the way home I pray Lord you know get me home safely and not just get me home safely Lord don't let an animal run in front of me don't let you know don't let me hit a car a car hit me so I commune with him all the time and so it gives me peace um, and I meditate and so those are the things that I do to keep myself motivated. I haven't found, I need a coach because I'm a coach. So a coach needs a coach. Yeah. But um, I haven't found one that I, you know, that has met my requirement yet. But that's what I do right now. I do a lot of praying, a lot of reading my word and just staying connected to God literally all day long. I, I thank him for so much all day long, every single day. I mean, I thank him for breakfast. I thank him for, you know, just getting me up and just the little things that sometimes we can take for granted, mm. you know, just like even dressing ourselves. you know, and I thank God that I can get in the shower by myself, you know, those things, because I think it's, it's the little things for me that when I get to a bigger thing, it's not going to be, the big thing plus all the little things added together that's just like makes you crazy. You know what I mean? Because sometimes we can take little things and they become big things. Um, and so, yeah, so I just I, I do that all the time. That's that's good. That's definitely uh, definitely needed, you know. Um, yes. It's great, you know, having um, Holy Spirit, you know, there with you to help guide you throughout the day. And it's a it's an awesome thing. Yes. Thank you. It is. It truly is. I don't I don't know how anybody survives without God. I I know that I could not survive without him. COVID has been really hard um, in a sense where I realized after I started going back to work outside, um, I didn't like really leaving the house because I got so used to being at home because of COVID. It was weird adjustment. Like it was, it was so much work to leave the house, putting on a mask, making sure you did this or that. So it was a little anxiety Mm -hmm. producing. And I didn't realize it until they started to lift all that and we could actually have freedom. And then I realized I'm like, wow, I'm not 
I'm more comfortable being at home. So I'm actually happy that they're, you know, kind of forcing us to go back into the office a couple of days a week. So mm-hmm. kind of feel more normal. So, yeah. 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 Wow. Amen. Some things definitely take a time of of transition. Yes. Yes, for sure. For sure. (laughs) You once said in a quote, um, do you be you for you? Uh, Can you give some insight on what you meant by that? Do you be you for you? Yes. So do you be you is... Really talking about, again, just being okay with who you are. Um, sorry, I had allergies today. I'm so sorry. sorry. Um, it's, it's talk, what I meant was it's okay to be you. It's okay to do you. Uh-huh. And whatever that looks like. Because I think so many times we, we all put ourselves in a box. We want to please other people. We have to conform to this or that. But I think no matter what it is, no matter how old you are, it's okay to just be you. Mm-hmm. It's okay to do you, whatever that looks like. Because you know what? We only have one life. And as we've all seen, life can change in a moment. And then, you know, if you're laid up somewhere, are you going to be worried about what people think? Yeah. Right. And then the other thing is people are going to it's kind of sad, but people talk about you if if you do, if you do or if you don't. Right. Mm -hmm. If you do yourself, if you be yourself or if you're not yourself, then they're going to talk about you. Right. So hold on, Brian. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to put you on mute for just a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I think if you just, you know, people are going to to talk about you if you do, if you don't. We only have one life. And so that's what I meant. It's like it's okay to be, you know, quirky. It's okay if you like bright colors. It's okay if you have a bald head or if you have long hair, if you wear a wig. You know, it's okay. Just be your authentic self. There's so many people worried about what other people think about them. And 99.9% of the time, they don't care. Yeah. yeah. They really don't. I mean, because you know why they don't care? Because they're too worried about themselves, which is fine. But people are just as much as most people are worried about what other people think about them. They're probably worried about what you think about them, too. It's probably yeah. it probably goes both ways. Yeah. Right. And so you might as well just live life, d- be yourself and just do you. Yeah. Yes. That's uh, so true. You know, there's again, there's nothing like the authentic you. And a lot of times people and a lot of times people end up being someone that someone from their past told them that they should be, but they're, they're just, uh, they're the X factor, you know, they're yes. part of your past. And it's like, you know, as, um, uh, pastor Jerry flowers once said, like, if you're, if you're silly, be silly, do not, don't not be silly just cause you yes. want to, you know, someone from your past was like, you're too silly. Well, that, you know, that's how God made you. That's right. Be whoever, whoever God created you to be. Yeah, because, you know, like I said before, you know, it might open up a door. You know, if you're not being yourself and if you're not doing you, um, a door might be closed because they might be looking for that person that you're hiding. Right. And you miss out on an opportunity because you're hiding, trying to be somebody else or you're trying to impress someone or or you just don't want to be your authentic self and you miss out on a lifetime of of an opportunity because you're afraid of, like you said, being silly or funny or whatever. And someone could be looking for just the type of person you are, but you're hiding Mm. and then you you never get found. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's true though. Yeah. Yes. 
So you are a wife, a mother, a grandma, very active in family events and functions. You're a published author, motivational speaker, um, CEO, and your wisdom and, and presence, I'm sure, is demanded literally all across the nation. So with all that being said, like, how do you find time for yourself and how do you balance everything with only 24 hours in each day? I don't sleep. No, just kidding. <laughs> I don't sleep. Who needs sleep? Right, sleep's overrated anyway. Sleep is overrated. <laughs> I only sleep 20 minutes a day. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds like a lot. Um, you know, when I was raising my kids, people used to ask me that all the time. How do you do it all? You work. You have three daughters, you know, you're in ministry, you have a business. And I used to a lot of times say, I don't know, other than waking up, praying and just going for what I know and doing it. I don't because I, if I paused and I thought about everything that I had to do for the day back then, I would probably not do it because it would probably freeze me yeah seem overwhelming it would seem overwhelming you know but i you know i just do one thing at a time and i had to learn that some things are okay to let go if i don't if my house is not perfect or if i can't get to something you know if i have a to-do list and i can't get to it and one thing doesn't get done or two things don't get done i had to learn how not to beat myself up for not having everything done and I just, I make a list, I prioritize, and, you know, if I have an event in one area or with my kids, I prioritize that, and I've taught them how to prioritize, you know, getting things out of your head on a piece of paper, and then you just go down the list. Yes. And then you just get it done, and, you know, when it's God, you, you eventually, I learned you get things done in the way God wants you to get it done. So panicking about how everything's going to get done, it's just wasted energy. I, I tell my kids all the time when they come to me and they're like, oh, my God, mommy, this happened or this is going on. I said, you know, we're going to pray about it and we're going to we talk through it. And I say, I always say to them, you know, I don't know, always know how it's going to work out. But what I do know is it's going to work out. God is going to find a way. And I'm telling you, God has not made me a liar because every single time I've had a situation with my children or with myself and I'm pushed up. I feel like I'm up against the wall or they're up against the wall. And we say, you know, I don't know. But I do know in my own mind, I can't see how it's going to work out. But I do know the God that I serve somehow is going to work it out and i'm telling you literally sometimes there my daughter will be worried about money and she'll get a check in the mail and she'll call me mommy oh my god you can't believe it i can't believe it i got this check i said i told you i told you i said i don't i didn't know where it was going to come from or how it was going to come or who it was going to come from all i knew was god was going to figure it out for mm-hmm. us and he always does so with all that being said, with all the things that I have going on, I know that, you know, because a lot of people ask me that all the time. You are always so busy. You're always doing. And that's the way God made me. I can't. I I have to be doing things. I, I've raised my family. My All of my daughters are college graduates. You know, I'm, I've been married 28 years. I've been a nurse for 35 years. So I've been successful with juggling a lot of things. So for me, that just means that God is in everything that I've done and that he's guided me. And that's but that's not to say it wasn't hard. There were days where it was stressful. There were days where I didn't know what I was going to do or how I was going to get it done or if it was going to turn out the way that I wanted to. But I kept moving and I kept trusting God and that's that's what I do. I literally I trust God with everything. Yeah. And is that a perfect walk with God? No, I'm not perfect. Does my trust waver sometimes? Excuse me. Yes. But when it's when I'm pushed up against the wall and I'm like, OK, God, I there's no sense in me worrying about this. I'm just going to put it in your hands and it always works out. 
you know, with every, so all that to say with everything that I do, I trust God to help me manage, help me decide what needs to come first, how I need to get it done. Um, and there's days where I'm so busy that I don't know how I'm going to get it done. But in the end, at the end of the day, he always helps me find the time, find the energy. And when I need to rest, Mm-hmm. He allows me to rest when I need to go. He gives me the grace to go. Yeah, that's how I operate, and and a lot of people don't understand it, but that's that's just how God has created me. Wow, that's that's awesome. I'm reminded of the song, um, and the lyrics go like, "Even when it seems you ain't working, you never stop. You never stop working." That's right. Yes. Yes. And that's true. God is always, you know, I'm always doing something, you know, like today, you know, I came straight from work and as soon as I walked in the house, I put on some dinner. Then I got ready for, you know, our discussion tonight and you know, and I just you just figure it out, you know. I think when it's in for me personally, when I think something is in when something is important for me, you find a way. You ask God to help you find a way. Yeah. And so all the things that I feel like in my life that I've done are important to me. So he's always helped me figure out how to get it done. Because it could have been easy. It's easier for me to come home from work and get on this couch. I mean, that's what I want to (laughs) do. You know, and get comfortable and pull, you know, pull the covers over my head or whatever. Yeah. But when you have a God's call on your life, that's not always what you get to do. Yeah. That's, that's real. That's true. Right. And the same thing with you, you came in, popped in and here we are. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. It's yeah. God's, it's God's call. And so he gives us the strength and we find a way to do it. And then yes. God comes through each and every time. Yes. And I was wondering, um, you know, God, well, God is just awesome and faithful like that. I was wondering if someone is watching this and finds themselves stuck or caught up in the mundaneness of life, but they know they've been called for something more. Mm-hmm. Um, what words of advice or pros of wisdom would you give them? Well, first thing I would say is never, ever give up. And that doesn't mean that. You don't need to take a break or pause or regroup. It just means never give up on your dreams, your goals, your vision, your calling or whatever God has on your life, your anointing. Um, You know, just never give up. And when you are pursuing whatever it is that you're doing, always you know, when you pray and ask God for direction or understanding or an open door, remind yourself that the open door and the answers to your prayers are might not always look like what you think they should look like. So when you ask, make sure that you're listening for the answer and looking for the answer, because sometimes they might just be little, little things. You know, it could be a person just says, hi to you and that person that maybe you might not even say hi to back that person could be the blessing that you just asked God for five minutes ago right so those little things I think a person has to get in tune with looking and being prepared to receive God's answers when they ask and then also doing your due diligence to do whatever it is that you want to do That means learning, connecting, you know, reaching out to people, you know, getting good at your craft. And so when the opportunity is presented to you, you're ready to go. Yeah. All you have to do is go through the door because God is not going to have you overcome something, have you learn something, get you all prepared and then just leave you off to the side. He's going to open up a door. So you just have to be prepared and and walk through that door when the opportunity comes. Amen. Amen. Definitely pearls of wisdom there. Thank if, you. 
If people would like to reach out to you, um, how can they do so? Yeah, so they can reach out to me on Facebook, um, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and they can also reach me at my email, Shervon, S-H-U-R-V-O-N-E, P, right, at gmail.com, or either um, a, a better email is info at SiobhanWright.com. They can reach me there. Or just reach out to me on any of my social media platforms, DM me or, you know, comment on something. Yeah. I'm all over the place. So, and then we, we'll set up a meeting. Awesome. Sounds great. Thank, Thank you again you. so much for um, for taking the time to come on. I was wondering, could I, before we close out, could I uh, pray for you? Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your goodness and for your continuous love. I thank you for Siobhan. And as she continues to soar in greatness, continually help, we ask that you would continually help her soar into the rich anointing upon her life. And I ask that everything she puts her hand to and sets out her hands to do would greatly be blessed, not only for her, but that the blessing would overflow into her children and into their children and just be an awesome, help her to um, be an awesome impact in every life that she encounters, Lord God. And I decree and declare that places that she may not be able to go, that she shall be able to go through her book through her journal, through her planner, even places overseas. her I declare her word shall be able to reach and touch hearts that she may not be able to physically go to, but she shall be able to go through through those gifts that you've placed on her. So thank you for Siobhan, and thank you so much for the lives who will be impacted and greatly blessed by this um discussion and you know by our dialogue and by this episode and just thank you for this platform and for allowing me to continually walk in perseverance and and consistency as well as dedication and just um we honor you we bless you and we thank you in jesus name we pray amen amen thank you thank you so much this was wonderful i appreciate the blessing of being on your platform Thank you. Thank you. And thank you um, for not just talking about change, but for being an example of of and a reality of what true change um, and confidence with of reality of what confidence without regret really looks like. I definitely appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amen. Yes. Continue to continue to soaring excellence. Thank you. Yes. Well, everyone, thank you again so much for tuning in. I know, I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you've been greatly, greatly blessed. Um, Please feel free to um, share this episode with others. And don't forget to um, go on to Amazon to um, get the book, Confidence Without Regret, the book, the planner, and the journal, as well as um, be a blessing to others with it as well. And so, as always, thank you for coming on this ride with me as always this is bdp brian david porter living in purpose on purpose intentionally until next time you guys be blessed